Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Korea Herald podcast. My name is Jemmy Kim, and I'm the head of the Investor at the Herald.、Uh, just to give you a brief introduction, the Investor is a news site focused mainly on startups and investors. Now, besides me, I have Paul here, who is an excellent editor at the Korea Herald. Hello. Hello. Hi. So today, Paul, I wanted to、uh, bring a story from the investor because we were recently in Bangkok of Thailand、Very、to、nice. study the startup scene there. Have you ever been there? I've never been to Bangkok. I've been to Thailand,、mm-hmm. but I haven't made it to the capital yet. What was your impression of Thailand? Thailand, oh, well, <laughs> I go for the beaches and、uh-huh. the warm weather, so、um, that kind of met my expectations. But I haven't re- really tried the kind of the city life of Bangkok yet. I see. Well, I did hear from other people who've been there before, years before. They did say that. Uh, it has changed a lot, but、mm. anyway, it's still very, very hot, and it was really humid when we were there. However, it seemed like a very pleasant place to live, and、uh, I did talk to some people who were retired there, so we could totally understand why they would want to, you know, live off the rest of their lives in Bangkok or Thailand, somewhere in Thailand. Yeah, I mean, it kind of it sounds nice, doesn't it? You, with you sort of sitting in the warm weather, and it's never cold, you know. But at the same time, I don't know. I I think I'd miss the winter. Yeah, that's what a lot of people say too.、Yeah. Now, going back to the story, I do want to introduce a story that deals with what the startup situation is like in Bangkok. Again, as I said, there has been a lot of changes, and it looks like that the startup scene also has been—it's、uh, been seeing a lot of、uh, change, mainly for the better. So, Paul, can you please read the story for us? Thailand pulls out all stops to nurture startups. The startup scene in Thailand is far from thriving, but industry watchers believe the next five to ten years will bring pivotal changes to the Southeast Asian nation. Thailand is literally a goldmine for new opportunities. Jaden Kang, executive director of Line's startup investment program ScaleUp, told the investor during a recent interview in Bangkok just a week after the king's coronation. Line has a huge presence in the country. Thailand is the messenger service's number two market after Japan, and it is looking to expand its services to create a smart platform consisting of a plethora of mobile contents, including payment, games, and more. This is a unique market that requires a lot of localization. At the same time, it's unsaturated in many ways, and at a stage where investments in the right places could really hit the right spot," said Kang. All right, Paul. So. Uh, thank you for that, and let's go over some of the words and phrases.、Uh, in the headline, it says "pulls out all the stops." So, I guess it's it literally it's it's what it means, right? Pull out all the stops. Try as hard as you can to make it work. Exactly, you do everything. You're trying everything at the same time. You're pulling everything out, right? Yeah.、Okay. So, you know, you can pull out all the stops to win the game, or pull pull out all the stops to succeed in a market.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite a flexible term. You can use it in a lot of different situations. All right, and next we also have、uh, next is pivotal changes, right?、Uh, pivotal changes. I really like this word. I like this expression because pivotal is such a strong word, and it can make your vocabulary really colorful. Like pivot, that means to change direction, right? Right. It means to you know change on your on the spot. Right. So it's a very kind of sudden and dramatic、mm-hmm. word, and it's quite a s- sudden and dramatic kind of. Uh, expression to use, right? I think it actually comes from、um, uh, sports, right? 
Uh, you pivot in yes. basketball, so you have that, right? <laughs> but engineering, if you've uh -huh. done engineering, you might know it from that as well. Mm -hmm. So you kind of, it's it, you, where you have some one spot where you change direction around. Mm. So yes, we like this word. Uh, and pivotal changes means strong, well, changes that are really sharp and strong and sudden. Now the next one, I think this is actually an easy one. Thailand is literally a gold mine, right? So can you give us some examples? Yeah, it's quite an easy metaphor, uh -huh. right? But you can say, uh, you know, Korea is a gold mine of talent in the pop industry, for example. Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, somebody might be a gold mine of ideas. So basically it means a lot of opportunities, right? A lot of chances and resources. Yeah, there's a lot of good examples in here. Mm. This is a good place to look for mm. something. And, and it, it means a mine. So when, when you're looking for, when you're in a mine, you're going to be looking for resources. So I think uh, it's easy to remember. And the next one is a plethora, right? It's actually, I mean, I think this is an expression that can make you look more sophisticated. Instead right. of saying uh, a lot of a lot of things or yeah. like a range of things, right? Yeah. So it means a wide variety or a range, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's a really like nice, colorful word that um, gives kind of some extra oomph to your vocabulary. I think. Right, and I think another word that you can use uh, is similarly is a bevy, right? A bevy of, or are they the same? Well, actually, bevy has mm -hmm. a kind of specific meaning. I think mm -hmm. it means two. Oh, okay. So plethora but, means more than yeah. two, right? I think when you see bevy, people kind of misuse it a lot. So mm -hmm. sometimes it means a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, yeah, smorgasbord. There's a lot mm -hmm. of these kind of words, right? Right. And did you know that plethora actually comes from a medical term? It's used to describe the state of excess blood. Yeah. So an excess of something, that's plethora. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I learned that while I was preparing for this podcast. Uh, and the last one in this story is hit the right spot. I think sometimes we might say, you know, that glass of beer really hit the spot. Yeah, hit the spot. That's the another spot, way of, right? yeah. So that means basically that it has, the job has been done. Yeah, that does the job. That's mm -hmm. that, you, that's really done it for me. You know, that's right on the nail. Right there. That's hit the nail on the head. That's <laughs> hit the nail on the head. Similar okay. expression. Yeah. All right. So you can use this expression uh, a lot. I think uh, you know, with your friends, or you can just use it to say that you know you were right on the spot. That was really a good point. All right. Exactly. Okay. Thanks, Paul. Now uh, it's time for you to read the story again. Thailand pulls out all stops to nurture startups. The startup scene in Thailand is far from thriving, but industry watchers believe the next five to ten years will bring pivotal changes to the Southeast Asian nation. Thailand is literally a goldmine for new opportunities, Jaden Kang, executive director of Line's startup investment program ScaleUp, told the investor during a recent interview in Bangkok just a week after the king's coronation. Line has a huge presence in the country. Thailand is the messenger service's number two market after Japan and it is looking to expand its services to create a smart platform consisting of a plethora of mobile contents including payment, games and more. This is a unique market that requires a lot of localization. At the same time, it's unsaturated in many ways and at a stage where investments in the right places could really hit the right spot, said Kang. Okay, Paul, let's move on to the second story. Now, we are going to be staying on the theme of Thailand and startups. And this next story is titled, Zimai Home aims to take Thailand property market to the next level. So, Paul, can you read it for us? Zimai Home aims to take Thailand property market 
to the next level. The Thailand real estate market has a sort of Wild West feel to it. There are no appraisal standards and self-proclaimed real estate agents fall short of being trustworthy. At the same time, property sales platforms neglect screening out fake listings. This is to keep the buyers hooked. Even the government is unable to track the transactions. Frustrated by the unstructured market, Nathapon, a former property consultant at CBRE, decided to establish a real estate platform some years ago that offers accurate property information and helps connect sellers directly with buyers. The market structure for people to sell properties in Thailand is very poor, he said in an interview with The Investor, pointing out the lack of related reliable data. With no professionals, no transaction data, and no reliable platform to know the market, it is extremely hard to sell properties here, he added. Such scarcity of data and experts became a driving force for him to kickstart his own business. Okay, um, before going to this story, I think maybe we can offer some background. Um, Thailand is still, it's fledgling in this area. Right. And I mean, in Korea, the real estate market is, I don't know, I think we can safely say it's a saturated market. And that means that there's a lot of data available and there are a lot of uh, platforms, real estate platforms available as well. And people know that you can trust, you know, certain certain platforms, you can trust them, right? Right. But I guess uh, from what we heard in Thailand, uh, it's that this market is still uh, has not developed as much as it should have, which also at the same time means that it's a gold mine for opportunities, yeah, right? Yeah, where, where there's risk, <laughs> there's opportunity. That's always the problem, isn't it? Right. So now... It does mean that all of this, like, I mean, do you like to go house hunting? I don't think anyone likes yeah, to go house hunting. Me neither. And we would think that it would be much harder if there really isn't enough reliable data, right? Uh, it would be so much harder. I think actually Korea is quite good for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's quite a quick process in Korea. Right. Compared to England anyway. And I think they're using a lot of, uh, like, applying a lot of new technology like AI and deep learning into this mm-hmm. area as well. So to dive right into the story, let's begin with uh, the, I think the first paragraph, right? Says, a feel of the Wild West. I really love this term, Wild Wild West. Right. And this can be used to describe, I guess, something that's unregulated, like a jungle. Yeah, I mean, you think about the Wild West where people are going into uh, America for the first time. Mm -hmm. They didn't have the protection of their government, Mm -hmm. really. There was not many police around, so... It's kind of a slightly lawless place that so you have to kind of look out for yourself. I think that's exactly the right term to say, like a lawless place. So if you want to describe something that's not under, I guess, uh, government scrutiny and that's still pretty much uh, on the wild side, you can use this term. And the next one is uh, screen out. Can you tell us what this means? So uh, when you're screening out things, you, there's a, you're going through them and looking for kind of uh, bad results mm-hmm. to to pick out Mm. so uh, usually you're screening out kind of uh, people that don't meet up the Mm -hmm. criteria people who don't measure up so why are they using the word screen do you know because I've seen it used in uh, if you say there's a screening process right so I was kind of thinking maybe it has something to do with the film film industry maybe I'm not sure Uh exactly I think it might be like a filter Mm. So you, you might go through a screen and oh, right. so that it makes might sense. work like a filter. Yeah. So I think so that that's a good way to remember this. Yeah, filter out is a, another mm-hmm. way of saying this. All right, filter out or screen out. 
And the next one is uh, keep track of. I, this was uh, in the paragraph that said the government is unable to keep track of the transactions. Now, this is actually used quite often, right? You can keep track of time. You can keep track of your belongings. You can keep track of your comings and goings, keep track of your money. So basically, it means to have or keep a record of things. Right. You kind of know where things are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, it means you keep an eye on something or you're, you're paying attention to it. So are you keeping track of your time, Paul? <laughs> what <laughs> time the, is it now? Of the I'm not time. Sure. <laughs> right. Um, so again, it's, uh, I think when, when the word track is used, it's often it has to do something with uh, recording or keeping a, a log. Right. right. Mm -hmm. You know, things like animal tracks. So you yeah. know where something's been. Okay. Yeah, that's a good way to remember this. Uh, our next term is driving force. I think we use this so much in slogans or, you know, uh, corpus slogans. And people like to use this because I think it has a powerful feeling to it. Can you explain this one for us? Uh, I mean, it, it, the, a long word for it is impetus. Mm -hmm. um, but it's kind of your motivation. It's, it's what is pushing something forward. Mm. Okay, motivation, right? Driving force. What is a driving force I, don't, I guess maybe like a mission or a philosophy. Yeah, you can use it mm -hmm. in that sense too, yeah. Okay. All right, so driving force. Uh, and our last term for this story is kickstart. Now, this is used so much at startups. Um, there's actually even, I think a lot of accelerators are, they have kickstart somewhere in their names. So yeah. it literally means to kick something to get it started. Uh, it's, uh, you know, when you, you're mm -hmm. starting a motorcycle and mm -hmm. you, you have to like, kick the thing away and they used to be like a to start the engine used to kick the, oh, the pedal I see to get it going uh -huh. and that's where it comes from so kick start you know you can imagine a motorcyclist getting onto their uh -huh. their motorcycle and kick starting it and then driving off okay so that's that's the kind of image that they're trying to think of when it comes to a company and I think uh, it has more I don't know like more punch it, ha it gives uh, the term more teeth when you say kickstart instead of saying just start. Yeah, like when you when you say kick, it kind of kind of means like a sudden movement, mm, right? Right. Usually. And a strong movement, right? Yeah, a sudden strong movement. Mm. Okay, so these are, I think, all terms that you can use. And also today we tried to um, come up with terms that have a, a visual visual impact as well to help people remember it better. So do you think it worked? Kickstart, screen up, Wild West. Yeah, there's a lot of dramatic. <laughs> and in the first story too, there's a lot of kind of dramatic language. Uh -huh. So I think if you use these words, that you'll add a lot of color to your, your you know, the way you speak or write. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, thank you for that. And Paul, we're going to be reading the story again. Zimai Home aims to take Thailand property market to the next level. The Thailand real estate market has a sort of Wild West feel to it. There are no appraisal standards and self-proclaimed real estate agents fall short of being trustworthy. At the same time, property sales platforms neglect screening out fake listings. This is to keep the buyers hooked. Even the government is unable to track the transactions. Frustrated by the unstructured market, Nathapon, a former property consultant at CBRE decided to establish a real estate platform some years ago that offers accurate property information and helps connect sellers directly with buyers. The market structure for people to sell properties in Thailand is very poor, he said in an interview with the investor, pointing out the lack of related reliable data. 
with no professionals, no transaction data, and no reliable platform to know the market, it is extremely hard to sell properties here, he added. Such scarcity of data and experts became a driving force for him to kickstart his own business. That's it for today's Korea Herald podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Jamie and Paul. Thanks again. Goodbye.